Dude, how'd you guys go through so many uh, Butterfinger BBs and Code Reds last week? They didn't. They didn't tell you. The little Who? shit. The little shit showed up again. He's a good kid. He just needs a positive role model. No. We were hoping he would choke and die. Well, can you, you know, just order some more BBs at this point? Uh, they're on the way, dude. The uh, Nestle guy said we're the only store in the state that's requesting them. It's kind of okay. weird. So, yeah, they're on their way, man. I know that's your, you stopped drinking Red Bull, so, you know, that's your thing now. What's up? Shit, dude. Are you what are you doing like a black roses paint the town red kind of thing? Oh, this isn't okay. my paint. I mean, this isn't my blood. Oh, so you know it's on you. Okay. Yeah. You got red on you. Yeah, from fun. painting the town red. You just went over that. Well, that's what he tells the authorities. Am I even working today? I just came here on instinct. Sorry. We work seven days a week, dude. <laughs> What time is it? Uh. Oh shit. Do you uh, know what time it is? Me? No, Bones. Oh, good, because I can totally read time. <laughs> Whoa. Hold on. Can you not read time? Yeah, I could read time. What does that clock say? Can you, uh, can you manipulate time? Oh, wait, Bones is on to something. What's that? Hmm? Huh? He doesn't know how to read time. I know. I was helping him out. That's fucking embarrassing. And I don't want you to knew this? Yes. You didn't, you didn't tell me? It's fucking obvious, man. Oh, my God. It is. You're late all the time. You were yeah, late but... like four hours the other day. Yeah, but I get I get here when I get here. He didn't even know he was late. He's just He's already referenced that, before, but like what his natural like increment of time is a black rose's runtime. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, I put the when I wake up I push the tape in. That's my getting ready. Mm-hmm. You and then I dr- I drive here, which is about one fourth of a black roses. You haven't figured this out, Dan? This makes so much more sense. Okay. We got a lot to learn. What's the one that looks like uh like boobs? That, that's an eight. <laughs> nice. It's an eight. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Speaking of eight, uh how many people did you eat? Oh, by the way, I've been eating uh employees of the big wall. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell so, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I figured out uh I got most of their scents and <laughs> sweet. I think they're down to like two or three employees, so they're cloping all the time there. Yeah, get... how was uh, your Wednesday shift over there? Oh, you're working at the big wall? That's Wait. right. The other guy came, I know. No, it wasn't. The guy work. with the it's ring. Under... Yeah, the guy with the ring. Undercover, man. It's not actual work. Vincent Gatto's brother came down here and threw some cash in your face. And now you're fucking doing shifts it's, over at the big it's wall. It's not Don't Vincent Gatto's brother. Us, it's two completely different dudes. Okay. One was a little bit more uh, breathy. You forget that my parents rent there, dude. 
And they said you were there. No, I don't. I smell them every fucking time I walk in there. Tell your dad to ease it on the Old Spice. And your mom wears Brute. That's normally like a man scent. It's her deodorant. Okay. Well. It's not pH balanced for a woman. That's all I'll say. It covers it up. No, it doesn't. Old Spice Brute is my childhood. Sounds like an old 70s movie, Old Spice and Brute. All right. Well, can I go in the back and like ring my T-shirt out and I'll come back up here and... Uh, did you order the Butterfinger BBs? Just chain yourself to the wall, dude. If we don't. Oh, I I ain't changing. Okay. Still. No wolf this week. All right. All right. I'm done. I hit my quota. Yeah, I guess we're just doing boring stuff today then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys are real fucking energized. (laughs) All right, then. Bones, go uh, ring your shirt out, I guess. Cool. Dan, uh, mix some Butterfinger BBs and popcorn together, because tonight we're watching Brain Damage. everybody to the five day rentals podcast this is the video store podcast where each week we take turns picking a flick that we think meets a fun non-genre specific category this round's category is that's not healthy courtesy of laundry dan movies where people uh make unhealthy decisions i'm your host this week it's cron howard Joined as always by uh, two guys who have spent last week reenacting the punk rock boiler room scene. It's Bones and Laundry Dan. How you doing? Cron, there was Howdy. not near enough screaming in that intro, dude. Do the movie justice. For... <laughs> 20% of this fucking audio track is just pure screaming. When you think about how short the runtime is, it really makes the it longer. Yes. T- takes up a lot of it. Still have a headache. You might have got Almered, though. Still have an Elmer. All right, guys. We're Almer. watching Brain Damage. I think you this named was. It fucking Elmer? I think, uh, you know, the lead up to this episode, we have covered three prestigious based on a book movies. We covered Swallow with an actual director. Uh, guys, we're Five Day Reynolds. I think we might have flown a little too close to the sun on wings made of intelligence. We got to crash back to Earth, right? Crash and burn. Yeah. It's obvious from that cold open, we have no idea what to do. We're floundering here. and you're We got through it. You've, you're you think, throwing us a lifeline here, Kron. You think we've lost our spunk? Uh, how about this? Uh, jizz. 
Yeah. Did it help? I got a little juice. Anybody feel better? I need the I feel- juice, Dan. Yeah. I'll jizz periodically at? through this episode. Kron keeps looking up at the clock. He doesn't know how to read. I'm trying to figure out how to read it, dude. What the hell are these things? What the fuck is AM? We're going to start with a sundial, and then we'll work up to a clock, all right? I usually just stare at the sun. Yeah, and then once your eyes hurt, you know it's been 30 seconds. Well, you always felt that high noon was the best time to fight, so... It is the best time to fight. There's no shadow on either well, side. Well, and because it's the most obvious time of day. Well, high noon's when your shift starts, so congratulations. It's not how is it the most obvious time of day. High noon? There's no shadow. It's, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't have to yeah. like, you don't have to like, what time is it? Are you just like, oh, it's, the sun is at its fucking peak. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know sunrise, high noon, sunset. That's all you need. Okay, if you're a farmer. <laughs> we got to take that daylight savings away, huh? Yes. It really is the shits. I think it fucked up the show, to be honest. <laughs> you're probably not wrong. We never bounced back. What do we do? Do we fall back? Is there a pattern? We gained an hour. Do we get worse every winter? All right. But there's technically weird, our there's best a, month of 2023 was July. So okay, yeah, the f- high noon of the year. Yeah, God damn it. <laughs> when the sun is always at its peak and closest to the earth. Speaking of high noon in westerns, thank Kron, you, High Noon, for sponsoring us this week. Uh, great assault on Precinct 13 episode. Oh wow! Thanks, Bones. Vessel Horror House uh, Patreon and Dan. Speaking of uh, fucking highfalutin, high tootin over here. Yeah, showing off your fucking history degree over on the uh, the movie psycho talking Napoleon. You guys got to see Napoleon. Dude. My boys are out there. I love it. I just saw Killers popped up on like rental. Okay, go to the theater and see it. So rent it and then take it to the theater? Like, <laughs> and say, watch it, you play watch it on my phone in the theater? That doesn't make any sense. Why do I do this every week? Maybe they can hook it up for you. <laughs> yeah. Do I have to stream it to yeah, the you, screen? <laughs> Is it like Plex? Can I cast it? You guys use Apple TV? <laughs> Where did you guys watch uh, Brain Damage? I watched it uh, in my living room. On what uh, service? In my bedroom. Oh, I watched it uh, on Shutter. Tubi. Wow. I'm just gonna take you guys off the Plex at this point. You said, you said that there are different versions, so we just split it up. We yeah. texted each other and said, "You do Shutter, I'll do Tubi. We'll see if there's yeah, a but difference." I, th- I think everything's the uncensored version now. Well, you didn't fucking tell us that. I hate well, that. That's I why have, I texted you. I hate they don't have the choice as the consumer to watch the censored version. Quite honestly, it's on my Plex. You could have. Okay. The VHS rip is there. This is why physical media is so important. You mm-hmm. think he's gonna like that shirt for Christmas that says it's on my Plex? Yeah, I like that. 
And then I don't have to say it anymore. I can just point while we're <laughs> recording. It's written on the back, though. We purchased you a shirt that you have yet to wear. What shirt? I think he cut out, but what he made, he made a gold oh, dust noise. Gold dust? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still trying to, I'm slimming down a little. I'll wear that shirt soon. It was a, really? It's a large? Yeah. yeah, but it's like a, it's like a smaller large. Don't blow up his t-shirt. Did you, spot, did you wash yeah, it? Don't, Is blow, it? don't blow up my shit like that, dude. Dude, you just say, up. dude, it's 100% cotton. It shrank. That's what you say. I'll wear it. I'll wear it for you. No That's bottoms it. either. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Keep talking, baby. All right, guys. Brain damage. Uh, yeah, I got Bones, it. Bones, I think you said this was a first time watch. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of this? Where I did what I did not look up is where is this like on his timeline of his filmography? Is this after basket? Well, I'm assuming it's after Basket Case, thanks to a little uh, cameo there. Yeah, it's definitely after then, Basket Case. And is it before Frankenhooker? Sure. That's the one I don't know about. It's definitely, be- I think it's before Basket Case 2. Okay. Is there a scene in Basket Case 2 where he gets on the subway and that's what connects? No, I don't think so. Okay, so they didn't do a... You know what, was making, you know what it made me think of? Like, oh, he's connecting his universes. What a fucking Kevin Smith move. <laughs> so Frankenhooker was 1990. Okay. Frankenhooker... Basket Case was 82. And then wins Basket Case 2? 1990 as well. Damn. Double dipped that year. Frankenhooker is still my favorite of what he's delivered. Yeah, I believe that would be my assumption as well. After watching this again, I would agree that Frankenhooker is my favorite. And I think a big part of that is the comedy actually works. The, The comedy and brain damage falls so fucking hard on its face <laughs> that it's hard it's hard to watch like not in a cringe like the office hard to watch like like bad five day rentals cold open hard to watch <laughs> have, Dan, did, have you, you seen basket case bones i have seen the original basket case yes okay i think now I'm not I'm not trying to toot my horn here. I think one year we did like a gift exchange, and I think I bought Frankenhooker for Kron. Yeah, you did. Oh. And I think we then watched it maybe that next year. And I vaguely recall you saying, "Oh, this is the guy that did Basket Case." And then we watched it not too long after that, or I watched it after that because of it. I have not seen uh, a sequel to Basket Case. There's three. Well, there's two sequels. Yeah, that's why I said, oh, I haven't seen either of them. There's yeah, three either. basket cases. Yeah. Karan, have you seen all the basket cases? I've seen one and two. I don't think I've ever seen three. Karan does that a lot. <laughs> what? I feel like you do that a lot. 
like you'll drop watch, off a series. Yeah, like you'll you'll get like the majority of a way into something. I feel like it's mm-hmm. fairly common to see maybe like the first of something and then say like ah, I'm not going to continue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't like, I, not that I do, I dislike Basket Case too, but I don't know. There's other shit to watch out yeah. there. I mean, was it like two or three episodes ago? You said like you made it eight out of ten movies in the Andy Sedaris collection. Yeah. If you watch eight out of ten of them, you'll understand, though. <laughs> I think I did like five or six. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. The guy's kind of got two storylines that he just <laughs> bounces back and forth between. If he's you've seen got, eight, you've seen ten. He's kind of got two things that he just bounces mm-hmm. for most of his movies. Balls. He's got fucking balls. Well... Should we just get into plot? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I tried to I pass it over to Dan to ask what he thought of Brain. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I've never seen it or anything. I think you you said you've seen it once before. What'd your wife think of it? <laughs> she did give a uh, a review and said this is the stupidest movie ever made. I no longer trust Kron anymore. Which means harsh. You, you had her harsh trust at fair. point. And she automatically knew because when I do play them in front of her, I'm like, can you guess whose movie this was? Which is 50-50. Yeah, but this is like a Kron pick from 20 years ago. Oh, she knew it was straight up Kron. I think Kron has grown as a movie watcher. You're literally completely different. All of your cells have changed. Yeah. Twice over, at least. Yeah. COVID, dude. Well, that and just your body, your s- cells regenerate well, every seven well, years or something. COVID's like a 1d4 multiplier, you. though, dude, so who knows? <laughs> Look, I'm not going to sit here and say this is the greatest movie ever made. I mean, I this is a, this is a movie I did watch when I was like 1920, <laughs> and then when this category came up, I was like, you know, it'd be fun to revisit brain damage. So you haven't seen this in three years. <laughs> That's right, Dan. I'm helping you out here. <laughs> no, I mean, it's been a while, you know, it's been Kron, a long time. I mean, along with not reading time, Kron does not know how a calendar works either. So <laughs> if I you wonder his microwave doesn't yeah, work, <laughs> if you're not going to read the clock, I just keep hitting one until it accepts. Crunch, should we rate your letterbox? Oh, yeah, that'd be a good thing to do. Go ahead and uh, rate my letterbox right now. All right. Uh, this is sitting at a 3.5 at the time of our review. I'm going 3.5 for Cron. I'm going to go 3.0. Yeah, that's what I was... uh, I'm torn, too. All right, scores are locked in. We will see at the end of this episode where Kron lands. Guys, this is Brain Damage from the year 1988, directed by Frank Hennenlauter. We open up on this old couple. The man has just arrived home. 
Said he had to go all the way to the gourmet deli. What he got's way too small and way too overpriced. Wife opens up what he brought home. It's a bunch of brains. She says he's going to love them. What? Should have gone to Kroger. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Dan, is that, where do you buy your brains at, Dan? Yeah. I was going to say it's like a bag of Lay's chips. You don't get a lot, and it's way overpriced. Thank you, Lay's, for sponsoring us this week. You just open two bags, and you dump one into the other. Before you go through (laughs) self-checkout. Oh, okay. That's how you do it? Yeah. You just eat a bag while you're shopping, and then buy a bag. Mm Mm-hmm. You think you guys have ever eaten a brain? Mm. Well, I have. Canonically. <laughs> That's right. I've got some brain. <laughs> okay. You fuck you fucking dirty dog, right. dude. <laughs> like in three six mafia up here. Holy shit. That's a <laughs> showing our age. What that What's... <laughs> getting brain and a three six mafia yeah. reference. Yeah, we're showing, we're showing our age. All right, what's what's the weirdest part of the animal you've ever eaten? Uh, cow intestines. Menuno. And I I might be saying that wrong, so <laughs> hit me up on the Discord. Menuno. Wasn't that like a boy band? Uh it's cow intestines that uh if you go to like a Mexican party, they serve you at the end of the night to sober you up. So you can drive home. To say get the fuck out. Yeah. So how does that work? You eat the intestines and then it lines your stomach and then it absorbs the alcohol before your body absorbs the alcohol. What is It's like a it's like kind of like a stew, yeah, it's like a very thick. Oh, okay. So it's what frat guys do with peanut butter. Yeah. They take a spoonful of peanut butter, bro. They put it L- on their balls. Lick and- it out of the asshole of that other guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we got suspended you phrasing. Won't, you won't blow, dude. You won't blow. I think I, I don't ate know. tongue one time. Tongue. But not very much of it. I think like my mom made it and I was like, what is this? And she was like, just try it. And as soon as I put it in my mouth, I was like, that's a fucking tongue. <laughs> I don't want this. Was it cow? Yeah, I was going to ask yeah, my it was, animal. Yeah, it was cow tongue. And how did you recognize that it was a cow tongue? It had the texture of like a tongue. Like if you bit your tongue right now, that's what it felt like when it went into my mouth. Onto your tongue. Yeah. Karan, you've kissed a cow. Fucking well, that cow. was an unrelated Fuck, incident. Fucking cow promised to tell, teach him how to tell time. <laughs> it was a had wizard. A, had a bull shot the other night. That was fucking weird. You did not have a bull shot. Shut the fuck up, dude. You know, if I had a bull shot, I would have totally sent that in the message. I have seen at the grocery store, they sell, uh, like, hooves. Like, you can buy hooves. <laughs> but what's the weirdest animal part you've ate? I'm already pretty fucking buzzed, man, because hooves made me laugh. <laughs> well, look at, what are you doing with them? <laughs> They make glue and shit out of them? 
Yeah, but why are you? Why are they selling them in the deli oh, section? Right, we got, I think we got enough. Glue. We got enough glue. <laughs> what's what's special about a horse hoof? I don't think it's a horse hoof. Oh, that that makes they it make, worthy of glue. Yeah, just oh, full of like just fucking gelatin or something. I guess I mean, I it holds know. better. Fuck, I don't know. I'm. I think in Guam, they would have pretty massive cookout like. Uh, block parties, and they would usually roast a pig. And I wouldn't be surprised if if I had tried like uh, skull meat. But uh, it grosses Fuck me yeah. out to fucking think about it. I mean, everybody's All eating right. a hot dog, so there's no telling mm-hmm. what you've eaten, right? Yeah, snouts and assholes. It's delicious. They're not bad. I mean, really not. They they taste a lot better than that tongue I had. I can tell you that much. <laughs> All right, the wife of this couple, she says he's going to love them. She throws one on a plate, runs down the hallway. Almer, dinner time. But as soon as she opens the door, she drops the plate and shrieks. Whatever she's looking for, it's gone. This couple just starts tearing apart their their apartment. They're looking for whatever this Almer critter is. No, Cut nobody a- in their right mind would rip their apartment apart like that. Well, you're not a fucking fiend, though, dude. Did you guys fucking clock how many Goya beans they had in their <laughs> cabinet? I didn't. I didn't clock anything. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Yes, it was like all they had available at the grocery store, and that's what they bought to put in there. Yeah. Now, yeah, this entire sequence is, what, maybe four shots where it's just a stagnant camera? And yelling. And it's just constant screaming, but each shot will be two and a half minutes. Like, we watch the guy clear out an entire closet full of all of his culturally culturally appropriated like masks and and decor then we get him going through the the living room and ripping shit out the wife breaks every plate in the cabinet (laughs) there was a book in there called liquid pain like what what it's the sparkling water he had two copies I think it ties into what we see later you think that's where Liquid Death got the idea? Yeah, hundred percent. Thanks to Liquid Death for uh, sponsoring the Metallica tour that we recently went to. Were the Liquid Deaths free? They had the Liquid Death guy. We could have got like a picture. Oh, I it. didn't. I didn't see the guy. I saw the girls. Yeah, he was in costume. He had like. The fucking, he-, he was headless and shit. You, you didn't see that, dude? I was looking at it's, the chicks, man. It's me, Liquid Death. <laughs> I'm tired of being on this tour. I'm just water. Is he, he's like a can? Yeah, he had like a can head and then the muscles with like the, the axe and shit. Someone kill me and break the curse. Like, did you see the cartoon they showed of, like on the fucking screens 
I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I tune out advertising. They played cartoons before the show started? It was a liquid death one. Do they do any like Tom and Jerry's it's, or it's Metallica? We're all thirty to fifty year old children. Of course they played fucking cartoons. There's a guy right now that's all he's been drinking since. Is very expensive water. Well, he's cool now. When you left well, you when you left both nights, Liquid Death was giving out free cans, but it was the melon. Which is terrible. It was yeah, nobody bad. wants that. That's why they're giving it away. Yeah. Yeah. It was gross. You just got to go unflavored on that stuff. I think the first time I ever had one was at that Queens show we went to, Bones. And he was like, holy God, it's liquid death. <laughs> I guess it's better than the water fountain. I don't know, because it's probably like $12. For fucking can of water. Actually, I think I got two beers, two liquid deaths, and it was only like 30 bucks. I don't think it was that bad. This is fucking riveting podcasting. Dan, you paid $30 for two beers. It is. That is a fucking ripoff. Well, you're at a fucking concert, Kron. You could have fucking brought a thing of crazy glue in with you and just took a couple rips in the bathroom. Me and Penny Smasher went to Paul Bear and I ordered two tall boys and she was like six bucks. And I was like, Yeah, for but one f- of them? And she's like, No, for both. And I was like, Is oh, that shit. glue made from, from cow hooves or horse hooves? Yeah. I don't know, dude. It'll f- fucking rock your world. I don't sniff. Just right, pennies. We- I never sniffed, I just licked. <laughs> Oh, hey. Oh. How high sniffing wasn't. I never sniffed. I never sniffed the glue. I sniffed the poo. I did eat a cow tongue, though. <laughs> I was going to make. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. We don't need to continue. All right. We cut over to a different apartment. We see Brian. He's asleep in his bed. His girlfriend comes over. Uh, she wakes him up. She's like, we need to leave soon. We got a date. Brian's sick as a dog. Uh, his brother, Mike, he's like, you should just go with Mike. Like he already bought the tickets. Just go with him. Mike and, uh, oh shit. What's this chick's name? (laughs) Mike and the girlfriend, they leave. And Mike's really into it. He's excited to go. Mm Mm-hmm. Wonder why. Would you guys date? send your lady with like another, like, yeah, just go with that, go with him. I mean, it is his I brother. I guess it's your brother. Yeah. I wouldn't send a lady with either one of you two. Better Barbara. Not. Yeah, that's it, Barbara. Thank you, Dan. Because you know my power, dude. <laughs> I walk in, give hugs. I'm like, he's sick. Let's go to the Interpol show. Come on. I mean, more than that, I'm... Just worried about uh, you know, like all the dirt that you have. You, you're not gonna make me look good on the date. I know that much. That's uh, the oh, first. I'm step. taking your card too, so you're paying for it. Tickets are already bought, Dan. In this, yeah, scenario. we gotta have dinner and drinks. Well, Thirty-two yeah, yeah. dollars for two beers. I'm Thirty dollars liquid test. You gotta keep her fucking yeah. moisturized, lubricated. 
So that's a no for both of you. (laughs) (laughs) This is getting expensive now. You wouldn't trust me with your wife. That's fucked up. I wouldn't want to hang out with your wife if you weren't there. My wife's fun as shit, dude. You take that back. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to hang out with a wife when the husband is in there. Like, if you were coming home from work or something and I... And you, it's yeah. He'll be an hour. Like, yeah, that's cool. But if it was like, yeah, he's not gonna be home till tomorrow. I'd be like, nah. <laughs> I'll come back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Cut back to this old couple. They're at the neighbor's door. They're all cracked out at this point. They look like shit. Uh, they rush in. They're like, we need to see your bathtub. They burst their way in. Go and look at the tub. It's bone dry. This lady's been in all of his movies. Oh, yeah. She is in Basket Case. I think she plays like a hooker in that movie. Yeah, she's been in two, three, and I think she was in Frankenhooker, and I can't remember the other one he directed. Hell, I mean, you get in good with a pro like Hennenlotter, that's (laughs) that's fucking guaranteed revenue, baby. He has... A style, you know, he's like a an early Wes Anderson. Yeah, he's a he's an auteur. Sure, New York scuzz. <laughs> sure, he does have a look to his movies. He has a I mean, look. I can't I, argue I, that. I, I when he when Dan said he's like Wes Anderson, all I kept thinking is like, well, when Wes leaves a camera stagnant, it's because he fills the frame with. Interesting stuff. A Roadrunner. I think there's a. I think there's a cool shot in here. There's some good stuff in here. For, for what this budget was and what he got out of it, I. You got to give him some cred. Sure. I mean. Yeah, I'll take him over Wes Anderson any day. Shut the fuck up. I would love to see Hen and Lauder's fucking Life Aquatic. And oh, the, yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking the bunch New of York New, sewers. <laughs> New York pieces of shit. <laughs> fucking building a the, boat out of... <laughs> the Royal Tenenbaums. Just fucking screaming <laughs> out on the open seas. All right, some time passes. We see this old couple. They're in their apartment. They're frothing at the mouth now. Brian wakes up sometime later. It's His pretty romantic covered. that they were like head to head while they were frothing though, you know? I don't Is that romantic? No, not at all. I just think it's interesting that they fell in the same spot, you know? Mm-hmm. It almost seemed like they knew it was coming. Like, this isn't the first time this has happened. Would you rather froth head to head or head to feet? Head to head. Actually, sitting back to back so we don't fall face down in the mud. I don't know, because if if you're frothing head to head, there's a chance that you're going to lay in some of their froth. But also, if you're head to feet you're gonna get froth on your feet now if your face is already frothy are you gonna notice 
more more froth. Yeah, outside froth. Now is froth F R O T H? Yeah, that's correct. Dude. Okay. I don't think I've ever wrote the word froth. I think best case scenario, if you're gonna froth, you go to separate beds and you put like a purple tarp over yourself. But okay. separate beds means you're cleaning up two little places. Maybe they're like, let's just contain froth to one zone. That's what the purple cloth is for. Okay. To catch your froth. So bathtub, both sides. Somebody's going to get that joke. Feet, feet together. What? I said somebody's going to get that joke. I didn't hear, hear it. it. Sorry. I just, the purple thing. Oh, okay. That's how all the uh, the hail bop comet people like killed themselves. Oh, shit. Okay. And I'm sure they frothed. Jesus. I think I'd just, I'd froth just in the toilet. Just lay head in the toilet. I think you could drown, though. I mean, not with these modern low flow toilets, but I, I'm I'm leaving the seat down, and I'm just gonna put my head in the toilet seat like a massage table. All right. That porcelain's nice and cool. How about just never get to a point in life where you have to froth? Hey, some some of us are already there, Dan. Some of us don't. <laughs> I'd love to. So. Wind so, the clock back so if I could read it. it. Yeah. Fucking losers. <laughs> I gotta have you a know how to wind plan, it, dude. You know how to unwind yeah. it. Yeah. Are you aware that you froth or is it does it just happen? Like I, I don't it. think you're aware when you're frothing. Hmm. That's a it's solid, like a raccoon in the a daytime. Solid point. By that point you don't really give a shit about anything else. All right, Brian wakes up sometime later. His bed's covered in blood. It's like when you're so cold and your fucking snot's just running down your mouth. Like, fuck it. I'm not taking my hands out of my gloves. Let it freeze. (laughs) Fuck it. I don't know if I've ever had that happen to me. You've never been so cold that your nose ran? Yeah, what the hell are you talking about, Dave? Run, but I got a Kleenex or. You were waiting for the fucking school bus? Just. I'll fucking all wipe. Yeah. No, my parents dropped me out, waited until the bus got there. I sat in the car in the heat. God oh, damn. You get a load of Brewster's Holy millions over shit. here, dude. Yeah. It's not my fault. They loved me. Loved is the key word. All right. Brian wakes up, goes to the bathroom, see what, like why the back of his neck is bleeding. He's struggling to walk. He crawls on the ground. The room starts flashing. Brian crawls back into bed, looks up at his ceiling light, which slowly morphs into an eyeball. Okay, here. He lays right back in the blood stain. Yeah. Is this gross it's, or smart? Or it's both? your blood. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't lay in either of your two's blood stain. I mean, everybody's laid in the blood stain, right? Come on. Come on, guys. Grow up. You fucking death metal fan, you. 
laid it's in the not, blood. It's not sex unless you're laying in a blood stain at the end of it, right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Dude, I think you're doing sex too hard or the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, you're right, I am. <laughs> All right. Uh, the light morphs into an eyeball. A strange blue liquid feel, fills his room. I don't know, man. She just says I'm doing sex too hard. I don't I don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm too good at it. She broke up with me, man. I, was, I, I She died. Do what I do, you know? She died too hard <laughs> fuck that bitch. i don't need her fuck her fuck her you know what maggie was a bitch you guys were right she was british dude when she said bloody i assumed that was a good thing yeah yeah too You're bloody killing me <laughs> too hard come on fuck me bloody right what? right I'm, fucking, I'm a fucking superman dude like too hard. It's too much blood, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Brian wakes up. Uh, he goes into the bathroom again to check his neck. He sees the tub is full now. He's like, hey, I don't know what you are, but I know you're in here. Come out. See this big, like, worm-like thing crawling through his shirt. And a little turd guy pops up on his neck and he's like hi hey Brian cut to Brian at his bed uh this little thing is Almer which we've heard about he's explaining this is the start of your new life life full of colors face to face Brian is closer to this fucking dick turd than I am to this microphone right now yeah you see a talking turd, dude. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta verify what you're looking at. Uh, he says it's gonna be a life full of colors and music and euphoria, free from worry and loneliness. Almer says, "I, I am you, Brian. I'm I all you'll ever see need." The designs that they came up with <laughs> before that. Uh, Frankenwater shit into a sock and said, make it look like this. Put a mouth on it. And they came up with this one, and he's like, put some eyes on it, that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, based on how this guy works, I don't know if he... He got to the set day of and was like, yeah, it looks great. We're wasting money. Get it in front of the camera. Can he stick it in the back of his collar? Okay. Yeah, it's, it works. Cut over to Brian in bed. Uh, let's see. Oh, I already read that part. Brian uh, says that he wants to see the light again. Almer says he'll make him a deal. He'll show Brian the light as long as he takes him for a walk. He's feeling hungry. Brian picks up Almer, puts him on his neck. Almer opens his mouth and shoots a little barb into the back of Brian's neck and releases a blue liquid into his brain. Cut over to uh, Mike and Barbara. Is that her name? Barbara? Barbara. It's a shot they're super proud of. 
Because every time it happens, they have to show you. What? That blue goo hit the brain and the electricity. The electricity looks, I mean, that's like an old school effect. I think someone had to animate on top of the film, you know? It's a cool, it's a cool shot. I don't mind it. And I think they also, I read a little thing that like the original cut of this movie was like way short. Like want to even qualify for a feature link. Uh, so they had to go and add a bunch of probably shit like that. 68 minutes maybe. I, I so mean, yeah, he had to add shit. I believe it because if you were to cut <laughs> every screaming scene in half, you'd be at 40 minutes. And then if you cut out a bunch of this blue liquid stuff, mm-hmm. it'd be a solid episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind the visual of the little barb dropping the, the fluid into the brain. I think it looks pretty good. Uh, Mike and Barbara arrive home. They go to check on Brian, but they see that he's gone. That does imply that that barb, though, is like 12 inches long. So it goes in your neck and then rides up your spinal column up to your brain? Yeah. Okay. It's just folded up inside Almer. Okay. We just didn't forget about anatomy for a second. Like your brain's not in the back of your neck. Well, yours might not be. Some people aren't as lucky. Yeah. Got to check my brain location privilege. I uh, it's the one body mod I did. <laughs> to yeah, move my some brain people have it down. Done. Some people have like hot dog necks. You know what I'm talking about? Got those. Have you been watching ladies that just put the hot dogs in? No, yeah, I mean, I they're just, watching. like, so fat they got those rolls and they look like hot dogs from the back. There's this one guy that keeps popping up on my Instagram that looks, he looks like a thumb. Like, it, there's no separation between his head and his neck. It just is one thing. Is he from one of those reality shows, like one of those fiancé shows? I don't think so. you know the guy that about? I see is like, he's like a guy that's like, here's the outfit I wore today. I don't know why I keep, I think I watched one uh, all the, the way through. The drip kid. Yeah. I yeah. think that might be him. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say you, send this, but don't send this. I bet he loves Yeah, it. I mean, if, if you watch one, you're going to get 50 of them. Mm-hmm. That but was the does, one. He, Go ahead, can I? He, he does look like a thumb. Like mm-hmm. he just is. His neck turns into his chin and his Is this head. a British kid? I don't know. No. I sent you guys one with the British kid. The British kid that wears like the 50s, 60s clothes. Yeah. This, the kid that Kron's talking about is some like redneck kid who will wear like urban wear and norm core stuff. Yeah. And he's just like, oh my God, look at this drip today. <laughs> And he had to post a, a video once where he was like, I'm not trying to appropriate culture. I apologize. And I was like, what sent, the fuck is this about? I sent one guy that does like the, and he like always shows his wristbands and shit. That's that guy. Oh. Is it the same guy? I think that's the guy. I'm talking about a different guy. 
He's like always in front of like a gas station or some shit. Oh, I'll no. send you the guy I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll never get rid Fuck of him. Fuck up his algorithm. Fuck. All right, we cut to Brian. He's feeling better. He climbs a fence to the junkyard. Uh, he's blown away by the incredible colors that he's seeing. I actually think the color effect looks all right, like considering the budget, you know? I get some Repo Man vibes. Mm-hmm. Last place on earth I'd want to fucking go if I was high, though. You're not high enough, dude. <laughs> as long as you got your tetanus shot, I think you'll be all right. You start making out with a fucking old Fiero, you'll be all right. <laughs> fucking fucking Oldsmobile. Be fun just to sit behind a bunch of those old cars, you know? <laughs> like your Travolta in Pulp Fiction just... Throw me in front of a fucking projector screen, baby. All right, Brian's making such a ruckus that he catches the attention of a security guard. Never seen Pulp Fiction. This guard stands up. He's going to go investigate. He makes sure to uh, show us that he's got a gun by pointing it straight up in the air. If there is something that on second watch I did find funny, it is the preparation and excitement of this security guard. Straightening his shirt, straightening his coat, putting his hat on, pulling the gun out, and holding it up like, yes, I finally. It does, that does play. Were you guys looking to see if he was looking at a porn mag? Yeah, I specifically wrote in my notes, uh, he's not looking at smut. Damn it. Yeah. This guy takes his job seriously. Every other... Security guard's just a lazy fuck. There's so much potential here, though. Like, if you're if you're a security guard at a fucking junkyard, there's a porn mag in there, right? This guy I seems mean, pretty. You gotta uptight. find it. You gotta find it, and jigsaws left you a series of riddles you gotta solve to get to it. Yep. You talk about a box. And even at that point, you got to get your fucking uh, crane certification so you can use that big magnet because the porn is hidden underneath an old station wagon. Too much work. Brian's running around. He's howling. Uh, He's going total bonkers mode. Eventually, the guard finds him, starts uh, patting him down, but Almer shoots out of Brian's jacket right into this guy's forehead. Uh, He starts struggling, he's bleeding, eventually he falls over dead. The visual of Almer on someone's forehead, I do find funny. I mean, because it's just, it's literally a guy with a stationary thing that's just like, ah, you know? Well, they're holding it. Yeah, they are holding it most of the time. Well, if you, because it's it's cow glue, it's not high quality (laughs) Horse glue, so that you don't want the fucking puppet to fly off. Horse hose. Who's? Frank, is this cow glue? This is not going to hold. I'm saving some money. It doesn't matter. It's going into old Frank's pocket. I found it in the back of a warehouse. We're using it. Brian picks up Almer. He says, uh, hey, dude, you got to juice me again. Colors are starting to fade. Elmer says, you've had enough, but Brian pleads with him. And Elmer gives him a little bit more of the blue. 
cut over to Mike's apartment. Uh, Barbara's there. She arrives. Mike says, dude's taking a bath. He's always taking baths now. He doesn't answer the phone. He doesn't clean. I don't think he's got a job anymore. And he's put all these fucking locks everywhere. He shows her uh, Brian's room. There's also a bunch of buckets full of water. He's like, dude changes them like eight times a day. Barbara goes over to the bathroom door. She knocks on it. He's like, hey, we've got a date tonight. In the tub, Almer pops up and sprays a bunch of blue goo everywhere. Brian's fucking loving this shit. He's going fucking hate. It's the happiest I've ever seen a person in my life. Cut over to Brian's date. He's explaining uh, he's doing that he's doing good. He can touch colors. He can see a thousand faces when he looks in the mirror. His girlfriend says, you're on drugs, aren't you? Two months ago, you wanted us to move in together. Now you won't even answer the phone. Brian starts explaining about Almer, but suddenly he gets like a jerk in his stomach. He says, maybe I shouldn't talk about all this right now. Brian looks down at his spaghetti, which starts to morph into brains. Looks pretty good. Looks pretty disgusting. Looks like it would fit in like a a Freddy Krueger movie. <laughs> Isn't that a thing that happens in Freddy Krueger anyway? Isn't there like a plate with brains on it? Who the fuck is Freddy Krueger, dude? You know what I'm saying. There's um I think that happens. I think it literally happens in a Nightmare on Elm Street. Isn't there movie. one of them that has like a bulimia or anorexia or something? She's like concerned about her weight and her nightmare is like being having to overeat shit. Yeah, I kind of remember something. that. It's been a long time since I've seen those. Dude, it's, it's called Eight Mile. It's Mom's Spaghetti. What was that? Yeah, I got it. Wasn't it, wasn't it like Chappelle's show where it's just like, spaghetti, spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> you should keep saying it. We should have reviewed that episode for this <laughs> instead of brain damage. That episode of Chappelle's show specifically? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brian gets up. He says, I don't feel so good. Uh, he gets up in a hurry and storms out of the restaurant. Starts walking through the New York streets. Now, this shot I actually do think is good. It's like a long tracking shot down the street of New York. You don't think it's good, Bones? I I think it's a good shot. It doesn't need to be two and a half minutes long. Yeah, but it's cool that it is. He had to add some time, bro. I, I know, but I I think minus the the initial snip. Of the fucking clapboard, that's the entirety of that of what they shot, and that's just what I, it feels like. It just, I don't know. It's I think stretching, it it's stretching too much for my taste. My note was, oh, this would have been perfect for greasy, grimy, slimy. No, I wanted have. It's not good for this category. (laughs) 
He starts walking down the street. Brian's all sweaty. He's leaning up against a this wall. This is your pick. Yeah, I know it was my pick. <laughs> the movie I watched 20 years ago. What do you want from me? You did not. Was it 20 years ago? Probably. I seen I, a thing the other day that was like, these songs are turning 30. And I was like, all right, don't care about that. Don't care about that. Before I forget by Slipknot, I was like, oh, fuck. God damn it. I first watched this 20, movie I don't know. on a VHS tape at your old apartment. Which apartment? 215? The one that yeah. <laughs> you and Danny and Johnny lived in. 215. I don't even know what year that was. God damn it. 10? 2010? Yeah, maybe seven, 2011. 7 to 10. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Shit. God damn. Riveting. Thanks, Kron. Riveting. Sorry. All right, Brian's all sweaty. He's leaning up against a wall. Yeah, so am I. He tells Almer, I need it. I need it now. Almer complies, shoots some juice into his brain. Eventually, he wanders into a punk club. He's loving the music here. Eventually, a lady comes over. She says, oh, you're all fucked up, huh? The fucking you want to dance? The swimming cues. The song's pretty good. For... I like the song. I yeah. do like the song. I think Hin and Lauder was kind of like, you know, for the movies that he made, yeah, he's like kind of plugged into the counterculture scene in New York and shit. I mean, you see multiple punk rock, New York punk rock bands posters throughout this film. And this movie would have you believe that this song is 14 minutes long. Mm hmm. They might have done like a special cut of it for the. <laughs> 10 minute intro and <laughs> these guys did they opened for like Lou Reed uh yeah pretty pretty popular there for a while and then kind of just it's got kind of a what was the band from the hunger Bauhaus you know it's got like kind of a yeah. punky not quite post-punk but yeah I like the song and sounds for Devo too I thought for sure Dan was going to ask this question I do think we could get into hell Yeah, we could totally get into hell. Yeah. I don't think they're kicking many people That's out at I mean. the door, That's you know? I mean. Yeah. What right. year? Never mind. Never mind. No, ask it. I was going to ask what year cruising was. My initial, I want to say like 81. Okay. I can I don't, look it up. I don't think you could get into the club and cruising. Me? I I just Any wanted like a street shot where we see 80. like 80. Pacino. <laughs> like walking. <laughs> Isn't it kind of a bummer that just to get into the club, you got to drop like 600 bucks on the leather? Yeah. What color bandana indicates that you got an Elmer <sighs> that you can suck Ooh. off? Uh, like cool. that blue, like Windex blue. Okay. Yeah. Do you like to shoot juice in a brain? No, I just like to watch. <laughs> then take it fucking off. 
So he says, "Want to dance?" These two. We will start not be up. talking about cruising next week, Dan. Despite your, hope. we should. I mean, should. nope. We should. Yeah. These two, they're dancing. Brian you can't, ex- you can't expose text message jokes because one was mighty offensive that I made. I didn't mention that one. I wasn't and it's even. even gonna- I didn't even. It's in, even. I didn't even mention that it was a text message joke. I. J- I am. It's fine. Yeah, but you're the one who's mad about it. I, no, I'm not mad about it. I just. It's funnier to me because when I'm texting you guys, it's on Apple Car, so I'm just talking to her and she's reading it back to me, which makes me laugh even more. And she's like, "Would you like to send it?" And I'm like, "Yes." Eventually, Brian goes in for a kiss. Uh, these two head over to the boiler room. Siri writes all my jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, chat GBT, <laughs> craft a fun text message. <laughs> these two is are it, making out. Is it GBT? I think it's chat GBT is like the AI. GPT? Like, I don't fucking know. I don't know any. What? Why? Know why are you getting hung up on this? I don't know. I think it is GPT. It's Chat you say GPT. GPT. Jesus <laughs> Golf fucking Papa Christ! Tango? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't. We're fucking rattled, man. No one is listening to this at this point. This doesn't. Hey, Brantley's listening to this. Thanks, Brantley. By the way, buy his new movie. Sold out. There's some coming. Don't worry. Are you bootlegging Brantley's movie? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, legally burning it. Call me if you hit me up in the Discord. If you need a copy, I'll send it to you. No, I'm not. All right, in the boiler room, these two are making out. Brian just starts laughing. Chick reaches down. She starts feeling his crotch. She says, feels like you got a monster here. This punk lady crouches down. She unzips Brian's pants. Wouldn't you know it, Almer pops out and goes right into her mouth. This looks exactly, exactly like what you expect it looks like. It, at 100 100- 180 degree profile of a dick turd going into a poor lady's mouth. Brian does. He is not in the right frame of mind for this. So isn't she kind of in the wrong? She's a little. I mean, if you reverse the genders, it would be, you know, extremely problematic. So I think she is being a little, you know. Aggressive. Rapey. I don't know what you would say. (laughs) I said aggressive. (laughs) At this point, Brian does even grab the back of this lady's head to emphasize that this is basically a blowjob that's happening. Almer kills this lady. Uh, Brian leaves the club, heads down into an alley, takes off his pants and sees that his underwear is covered in blood. He's like, what the hell happened here? I've been there. 
Too many times, man. Mm-hmm. Too many times. Yours are always the backside, though, right? Mm-hmm. But I quickly turn them around so it's not as embarrassing. <laughs> it just looks like I had sex with a British chick. Yeah. Too wide. I didn't shit my pants, all what? right? I just f- fucked her bloody, right? Isn't it? She bloody loved it. That's what she said. It's too much blood, I am, I am. Uh, we hear a voice call out. Obviously, I didn't shit my pants because I turned them around and I put the dick hole on my butthole and I shit in condoms. Okay? That's why. It holds the Mm -hmm. condom in place. Smart. Mm Mm-hmm. Science. Almer looks like shit in a condom. Yeah. Full circle. We did it. 360. I wish we could just close the loop and just be done. We just did a full joke. There's no need to podcast anymore. Crash and burn. I think our last, I was thinking about this the other day. I think our last category, I think we should do the first three, the lost episodes. Yeah, but we'll be on like Big Rigs 15 by then. Yeah, but I think that that's, I think that's how we end is we you do those do three. Why not? I pu- I literally pulled out Blacktop the last time we did Big Rigs. Like, no. I'm thinking, guys, I saw a movie. I'm I don't know if I want to buy it because it's expensive, but I was he's like, buying it. We could do another big rigs category. <laughs> no, why not? You're just not looking hard enough. <laughs> like I didn't look hard enough for Blacktop. I've got two big rig movies already in the chamber, dude. Yeah, you can't do Smokey and the Bandit. That's a five star banger. I'm not. I don't. I don't know about that, but. That was a lie. Uh, Sally I mean, feels one pretty fucking hot and Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, it's yeah. a good movie. Yeah, but neither one are Smokey and the Bandit. I think that is a good idea, though, to do the do the three that we started with. Mm-hmm. Uh, just announce it for the next category, Bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Whenever people see Convoy in their fucking feed, they know, oh, there's three more left. Finally, only two more. (laughs) Uh, This voice cries out, you fool, you're feeding him human brains and making him too strong. It's the old guy from the beginning. Brian says, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, Frothy. Mm -hmm. The dude looks like the fucking reporter in Batman 89 when they can't wear makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you sure it's not him? No, nah, this dude's too old. And this dude's 80, 80s old, which means he's only like 50. <laughs> yeah, he's 60, but he started drinking when he was eight. Yeah, yeah me this guy, this guy says he's mine. Give give back Elmer. Brian says, Elmer? You named him Elmer? <laughs> you fucking named him Elmer? This guy says not Elmer, Almer. 
It's an old English word meaning all-inspiring famous one. This guy goes on to explain Almer's past. Uh, Basically, every powerful or financially wealthy person has owned an Almer. That's kind of the gist of this. This seems like a we-gotta-add-minutes-to-the-movie. I'll be honest. When I seen them frothing in the beginning, I was like, oh, okay, so they OD'd and, and died. Okay. So when he comes back out, I was like, oh, okay. I thought they took, like, cyanide or something. Like, they were so yeah. they were so miserable, like, they weren't going to be able to live with whatever they, or without whatever they lost, so they just killed themselves. Yeah, I can so see that, too. It was a little, like, oh, okay, shit, they're still around. Is this is this the alley, like, behind their building? Yeah, I think so. Okay. This looks like where Tommy Wiseau would throw a football around. <laughs> mm-hmm. It looks like where Rusty James would confront his brother's substitute lady. girlfriend. It does also it does not look anywhere near that good. <laughs> yeah. It looks if, like I mean I guess it looks like that if you broke Francis Ford Coppola's hands and ripped his eyeballs out. <laughs> you got to have some place to lead, Cron. Brian says you're crazy. Tosses this old guy down. I tried He's to get my mine, sucked, but mine, 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 mine. <laughs> it goes on and on. Yeah. Brian gets home. Mike says, hey, man, what the hell happened tonight? Barbara creeps calling here, crying. Brian's packing a bag, though. Says the old man was right. I need to be in charge. Mike's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What old man? But Brian takes off. And guys, it's time for us to take off and have a pee break. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Five Day Reynolds podcast. This is the brain damage episode. Uh, Brian is full of blue juice, and the three hosts of this podcast are desperately running out of theirs. You think we need a boost? We need something. I think we need an apology at the beginning of the episode, too. <laughs> to get who? ahead of this. Five Day Reynolds does not apologize to anybody. To ourselves. Yeah. Never apologize. We made a mistake, and we're trying not to think of ourselves as pieces of shit. I think we just, as Karan said, we too, we too, we flew too close to the sun with intelligent wings, mm-hmm. or something like that. This and is when we, you, the car is the car is skidding, and we've. Completely turn the wheel the other way. Oh, you're assuming the car is out of the garage. I think the car is running and the garage door is closed. And the hose is connected to the tailpipe. <laughs> to each of our that, mouths. That might take us out a little faster. I th- 
we yeah we desperately want to intelligently review this movie but we can't all right we see brian arrive at this real shitty apartment uh you ask almer aren't they all <laughs> ask almer what the hell uh was up with that old guy Elmer says, that guy left me weak, so I left him. Brian says, what happened last night? He woke up with some uh, sticky stuff all over his pants, and when he looked, they were covered in blood. It's from that girl last night. You know, I sucked out her brains. Elmer does say it's from that chick. Sucked her brains out. Brian's shocked. How long has this been going on? Elmer says, since the first night, idiot, in the junkyard. You've been high, motherfucker. Brian says, this has to stop. Elmer says, well then, no more getting high. You're mine now, Brian. I control you. Brian says, uh... I'm fucking your brain bloody there, Brian. How about that? We'll see who gives first, How about that, Brian? Not in the British use of the term. Too hard. <laughs> what? Brian says from here on out I'm in control. Elmer says, all right, no brains for me, no juice for you. We'll see who cracks first. Hey. Cut to. For me, the action is the juice. Mm-hmm. For me, the juice is the juice. For me, the juice was innocent. What the fuck, dude? (laughs) Make another naked gun. He's ready. (laughs) America needs to heal. We need to watch him get killed and beat up. On film. Mm-hmm. Everybody deserves a second chance. You think he'd do it? You think he'd come out of retirement? He, 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 he would in a heartbeat. <laughs> Every phone call he gets in that number, he doesn't know. He's like, this is it. Uh, have you guys seen the trailer for that movie that Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire produced? No. That's no. about like trans sports. No. I don't think this oh. is going to be positive towards transports. No, not at all. It's fucking atrocious. Um, it's uh, Brain damage is funnier than the trailer for this fucking thing, which is designed <laughs> to be a comedy. Oh, is it like, it's not a documentary? It's like no. actors and it's like, a narrative? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a coach that's like a failed coach, and they figure out, well, if we get like, these failed guy athletes, they can just identify as ladies and they can just dominate in female sports. Wow. We gotta get that shit out of out of movies, right? I mean Here's my thing. I would, it's let, a niche that let, they know they're gonna let make money the, on. Let them of. make it. Let them burn their money on that shit. By all means. Right? I would rather just a hundred brain damages than 
these Christian movies that yeah, keep I, popping up. One hundred percent. But if it is the light that those fucking moths will kill themselves on, let them have it. And then maybe I think we- they make. I mean, they make money though, right? Like that fucking Sound of Freedom shit. Didn't that make like a boatload of money? I don't know about highest, that. Uh, one of the highest grosses this year. Yeah, but reports of you know phony sellouts and stuff. Which I think was probably just guerrilla marketing methods, right? Oh yeah, so I got churches that are but, purchasing. Yeah, and there I personally know people that were aware of it. You know, fuck human tra- human trafficking is the big craze right now. But the thing just is, everywhere. none of those movies are good, and those people are full of hope because that's they're so they just like one of these has to be good, so they keep going. It's like nerds in Star Wars. Like, one of them is going to be good eventually. Let's just keep... Mm. We're going to keep going. It's like five-day rentals. I don't know. One of these episodes will be decent. You know what will happen? We'll finally talk. We'll have the talk amongst ourselves, and we'll say, I think it's time. Ran its course. We gave it the try. You know, we got 12 people, real tight-knit friends, but it's time to pull the plug, and then that's when, uh, you know, we'll cover that's fucking the... left behind. And we're like, oh, shit, we could make some money if we go a little fucking right wing. I was going to say, like, three months after we decide it's done, it's just 3,000 downloads, like, every day. Mm-hmm. Well, in 30 years, some kids will find it, and they'll make a documentary about us. Mm-hmm. We'll get, like, real big and... uh Fucking Paraguay. Kron. I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> That's you sitting on your fucking front porch. Yeah. Yep. Laundry one of us Dan will be one of us will be dead. And they'll they'll film the awkward uh uh reunion of you two. You know, you yeah. don't know how to hug each other and That's your yeah, grave, I called sir? The- yeah, all the can. bones footage is just archival photos and shit. <laughs> and there's the so little of it have. because I hate having my picture taken. Yeah, the three we have just be Ken Burns style. <laughs> Ken Burns has to direct our documentary. That's that's in our Ken Burns will outlive contract. Yeah. Yeah, it's 38 hours long. <laughs> Covers each episode in detail. <laughs> All right, we cut over to Brian. He's in a bad way. He's sweating, vomiting. Uh, later, he's shivering and pale. Elmer suggests they go out and get some hookers. He says, I could eat a million of them tonight. Yeah, me too, buddy. What? what? Looking a little frothy there, Brian. You shouldn't... You shouldn't eat a hooker, Dan. The way that Elmer Almer plays this whole like wait out is is pretty good. Well, whatever, Brian. <laughs> what do you mean, Brian? Like he's just he's pretty cool with like how he's doing this situation. Is this like mm. a 
YMCA or something? Is this like a men's? That's a later. That's later. Okay. Oh, we're, I guess that I guess it there. is this room. Yeah, I yeah. guess it is kind of like a yeah, like a men's only, very cheap hostel okay. kind of thing. Yeah. Brian notices that his ear is bleeding. Young man. When there's juice on your brain, I said, young man. You're just vomiting in pain. <laughs> <laughs> you just want me to soap up? That's it. Okay. Here's your $10 and a rotisserie chicken. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hard work tonight. Yeah, that dude's not eating any carbs. Chicken. That seems like what that guy's eating, right? He's just eating that 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 dude is eating ninety percent protein, one hundred percent. He's he's fucking jacked, man. He's got some he gnarly he fucking really is. deltoid striation. I was like, it, that's impressive. Brian notices his ears bleeding. He starts pulling at this giant long cord. Just keeps coming. Eventually, his ear falls off and his head starts gushing blood. Uh, I think this scene looks pretty good. I mean, for like a cheap special effect. That was good. Looks good. Brian snaps too. It was all a hallucination. Almer asks, are you ready to beg yet? Let's give it a few hours. Brian starts foaming at the mouth. He wakes up sometimes later. He's crying. He crawls over to Almer who's singing some show tunes. Finally, he asks him for help. Almer says, of course, we're pals. I'll help you out, as long as you feed me first. Brian leaves his hotel room. He's looking uh, like real hell at this point, sweaty and covered in vomit. Feed He's me, desperate. Brian. He's desperate. He just starts pounding on, you know, whatever door is closest. Finally, he sees this big guy in a communal shower. He walks up. Oh, this that's after the fucking big biker dude that starts screaming about nuclear war and shit. <laughs> yeah. And, he's, and I'm going to sit back and have my beer and watch everybody go down. Yeah. And he's got like a quiet little uh, guy with him. And that's where I was like, oh, is he about to fuck this little dude? And that's what well, made little- me think. The little dude's the guy in the stall, right? No. No. Same so. guy? Different guy. Uh, wasn't? The little guy just looks... I mean, he looks like he's actually on heroin or something. Yeah, so. I, I was I was trying not to imply or infer too much, but there there seemed to be like a, you know, streetwalker look to him. Mm-hmm. So he looked like Jake Gyllenhaal in that photograph movie? The Joker? Jake Gyllenhaal in that photograph movie. Nightcrawler? I was was thinking of, uh, what's his name? Joaquin Phoenix? Phoenix? Napoleon? No, the other guy that played the Joker in the the bad Joker. Jared Jared Leto? Jared Leto. That's it. It took me so many tries because I've just completely erased from my brain that he was the Joker. Can we all say the Joker is a bad movie? 
No, Joker's good. God damn it. Joker not, with Joaquin I'm, Phoenix? Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's a great movie, but I think it's good. It's a decent movie. I think it was yeah. an enjoyable movie. I mean, it's, it's Taxi Driver. Okay. It, this movie's it, well, Little Shop it, of Horrors, so. It's Taxi Driver plus The King yeah, of the Comedy. I'm not defending this movie, though. Okay, I know, but a lot of movies are other movies. But he right. got De Niro, dude. You gotta give him that he got De Niro at least. Well, De Niro is also in like fucking Bad Grandpa and The Intern. I, De Niro's not exactly. Fuckers. Yeah. He's doing the Bruce Willis thing without the excuse. Yeah, but De Niro had to know, like, okay, well, he's this got, is. He's got that kid Two of my movies. Food yeah. on the table. <laughs> he's got four generations he's looking out for. Jesus Christ. What was your comment the other day that made me laugh? Take that, De Niro. <laughs> yeah. Him and Pacino both, right? Had yeah, it was like a phantasm too. Check that episode out. It's funny. All right, Brian sees this That's guy a in the good communal. Episode. Yeah. Shut this one off and go listen to that one again. <laughs> this is our best episode. Brian sees this guy in the communal shower. He walks up. He's a big muscle guy. This uh, is this what it does. looks like when Kron comes into the shower when I'm finishing up in the after showers. If Dan, if the three of us aren't in there together, it's very awkward when it's just mm-hmm. a one-on-one. I look like El- Elmer. <laughs> You're just riding underneath Kron's towel. <laughs> no one asks Slip you to, sliding around, baby. <laughs> no one asks you to slide into that big condom, but <laughs> you do anyway. Hey, Bones and Crown. <laughs> uh, this big guy does seem kind of like genuinely nice to him. He's like, dude, are you all right? Uh, he's like, no one's going to bother you. Like, you can shower if you want. Hey, no one's going to bother you, bro. Yeah. It is sweet. He's like, you new here? Yeah. yeah. You know, nobody will bother you. You know, and he's like, okay, you don't want to talk to me? Okay. It's all yours, you know? Mm-hmm. We see Elmer drop down from Brian's towel, but the big guy, he just leaves. Elmer's got his sights set on some poor guy taking a dump. I think it would have been cooler if we seen the muscle dude. I Because he probably would have just... I think that's what the... Intent was. I, yeah, I think they're going like, oh, he's going to try to get this guy, and they both are were timid and, and, and thinking, no, this this isn't a guy we can hold down. Mm-hmm. Uh, this poor guy taking a dump Elmer just jumps Elmer's right smart. on yeah. onto his head this guy's freaking out much like the you know security guard Elmer's attached he's just shaking all over the place Ooh, blood baby. spraying all over the walls it's a lot of blood finally this guy collapses into a pool of blood and that was from his head the blood yeah Think so. He wasn't having an explosive episode. It's probably those, like those weren't the hemorrhoids. Fitty fitty. Probably like two thirds head blood, one third little little bowel blowout. Mm-hmm. This ain't deep rising. Hey, if there ain't no blood. You ain't wiping hard enough, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Too hard. 
Come on. That's why I use sandpaper. Mm-hmm. You got to scab your butthole closed. <laughs> really get in there, for, dude. For true hygienic day-to-day purposes. If you don't seal you up your butthole, your poop might fall right out. You got to scab your butthole over it. Close it up, yeah. dude. You can't have your butthole all open and exposed. No wonder the ringer hasn't called us yet. <laughs> yeah, because they're a bunch of <laughs> they're a bunch of open butthole losers over there, dude. No wonder we have a guest on the big picture <laughs> to know our top movies for 2023. <laughs> Scab on your asshole? I'm making it worse. Brian returns home. He collapses into bed. Mike arrives home shortly later with Barbara. She can't believe Brian just left. Mike says, hey, he never appreciated you, but I do. These two start making out. Brian wakes up. He hears them, but they've moved the party into Mike's room. They're just getting down to it. Yeah, you dudes just laying there, or are you, you chucking open some doors? Well, first I'm making sure that my scab hasn't come off on the bed sheets <laughs> when I stand up. How embarrassing. <laughs> Brian's just It's a cornflake. I had breakfast in bed. Sorry. There's a burnt one. <laughs> you see it, Kellogg is just fucking a joke. <laughs> this is shit I pay for. They got hair in the Kellogg's. <laughs> it's gross. Brian's just listening from his bed. Uh, He reaches down and places Almer on the back of his neck, and he doses up Brian pretty good. He is jerking off, I think. Well, they do make Almer pop up like a boner. Yeah. Brian. (laughs) Brian looks up at the ceiling, which uh, turns into like a wild fireworks show. And then he has a vision where he's having a three-way with his brother and Barbara. Somehow the most disgusting thing in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think the blowjob thing is more... It's more crass, I guess. This might be more disturbing. There you go. There's no way I'm entering a room... Where my brother doesn't have any clothes on. Like, no. Unless I gotta, like, save his life. Yeah. Well, your brother's, though. No. No. Dan, you have a brother. Yeah, you I never do. You've never seen him naked? No. Never? Why? When you were kids? Yeah, when we were kids, but... 
There you if go, he's dude. an adult man, no. No. What if it's an emergency? Just you and your brother naked eating a big bowl of Kellogg's. <laughs> yep. I'm never going to be able to eat Kellogg's. One, one bowl, like two spoons. <laughs> Thank you to Kellogg's Cornflakes for sponsoring the show this week. Uh, let's see. Eventually in this vision. We turned uh, this episode Mike- around, did we not? <laughs> People are downloading in droves. This podcast had, was a scabbed over asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ripped it we off. Picked it. <laughs> All right, eventually his vision turns into him eating Barbara's brain. Brian goes over to Mike's room. Barbara is shocked to see him. I thought that was a cool shot. Where he opens the door and sees them. No, where he's like up, he comes up and he has like the brains in his mouth. Oh, yeah. Barbara's shocked to see him. Uh, He just looks at them both and he's like, get out. Mike says, hey, dude, you left. Like, what did you expect to happen? And he's like, I don't know, man. I think nope is better. And she was like, did you see us? Oh, then then get out. Yeah. And he said, nobody saw us, bitch. <laughs> nobody That's why he that. course corrected. I don't know if nope. I think I feel like nope is less of a hit than, than us. us. Nope is his best movie, bro. Are you just, are you saying like, like no. that's your opinion or the box office? Nope made more money than get out. I thought. Get Out was. I think Get Out is probably the biggest money I don't maker. Care about I, money. I would agree with you that I think Nope is better than Get Out. No, I like Nope more than Get Out. I think Get Out's a better movie. Let me put it that way. I think I, I think I like Get Out the best. Yeah, and I think it's the best movie. I think Nope is his best. Get Out and then Us. Did you? So you saw Us. Yeah, I've seen all three. Okay, I didn't see Us. You didn't see Us? No. Us, uh, I mean, Us is worth a watch if you like the other two. Okay. Excuse don't watch me. it. Hit, hit that you button. don't like it, Dan? I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said don't watch it. <laughs> Why? Too spooky. <laughs> oh, getting a blink here. Okay. I think Dan's having a stroke. He's frothing at the mouth. <laughs> Get this man a rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chicken does cure a lot. <laughs> Mike says, hey, dude, you left. What'd you expect to happen? Brian cuts gonna, him off. I was going to make a naked brother joke there, but I decided not to. And uh, by the, let's go back a little bit. I didn't make a Monica Lewinsky fat joke. Oh, and hey. Bones <laughs> made a hot dog neck joke. So, I thought you were going to make to me. I thought you were going to make an orifice reference, not Oh, oh, I get where you're going, cow. I got gotcha. you. Sorry. Orphans don't know how to bang, bro. You know that. 
Hey, orphans you guys talking bop, orifices? Orphans don't bop, bro. Yeah, dude, they're in the paper. Yeah, we're talking. Oh, oh Bill. Oh, okay. I thought you left, maybe. Oh, okay. Oh, hey. Hey, Bill. You guys Say, ever um, asshole scapped over? You gonna, you gonna run again? I think he could win. No, I'm he, on death's door. He legally cannot, Dan. Have you seen Just me? run as William, not Bill. He somehow looks, he looks he looks worse than Jimmy Carter. <laughs> I look like the old guy from this movie. <laughs> A quote from my wife. Joker. Jimmy Carter's been on hospice for like eight months. Joker tainted all the makeup. I look horrible. You know, it keeps me young. Just puffing on that cigar. At this point, Brian says he ate a while ago, but he's getting hungry again. When he gets hungry, someone dies. How come he never grows? His power uh, high grows. High metabolism. Some people got and it. He's, and he's eating 100% protein when you think about mm-hmm. it. We did ask the question, what does a brain smell like? By the way, can anybody name the other three brain movies that we've covered? The Brain. The Brain. Brain Dead. Brain Damage. One more. We said The Brain. We've covered The Brain. You've covered Brain Damage. And Brain Dead. And brain dead, and there's one more. Mount Mohill. Mount Mohill is screaming at his phone right now. It's a bones pick. Brain scan. God yes. damn. I was watch all four of them. I was thinking more brain specific, not just a title. I was trying to look at. I was trying to think story, not title. Yeah, we've covered four. Whatever. Who cares? Brain title Who movies. Cares? Brainwashed was one of our categories. Okay, no more brain movies. No, oh, dude. Yeah, this is it. We've had enough. We're going out on a high note. For once. Finally. Brian says I can't cope anymore. I can't cope with the killing. When I'm high, I won't know the difference. And it can't be either of you. Brian leaves. Barbara tries to stop him, but he just says, leave me alone. One brain is as good as the next. Brian goes down to the subway. Barbara follows him. Uh, She again confronts him on the subway. This is one of my favorite shots is... It's kind of static. It's in front of uh, the little turnstiles that you would go through to get onto the subway. And uh, Brian hops it. And we see Barbara come down the stairs. She jogs towards them. And right at the last minute, she changes her mind like, oh, I'm not going to be able to jump over it. So she crouches and goes underneath. But 
there's like a literal hop of then like nope not gonna happen and she goes underneath so i don't know if that was planned if did the actress herself decide like nope not gonna make it not worth it or if she just like miscounted her steps one take mentality from fair enough yeah yeah it's like i can't get that high (laughs) well she's got those old school 80s like jeans on you know (laughs) they're not really built for real denim yeah what were the denim levels and that we learned from knockoff well denim's measured in like ounces how thick the fabric is 80s denim is thick dude Mm -hmm. because it had to hold back all that bush and that bleach Did you guys bleached ever your- rock the the bleached like denim when you were? Did your mom ever dress you in that shit? Like the oh, bleached. My jeans. mom wouldn't even drive me to the bus stop, bro. She wasn't dressing me. You guys fucking fucking grow up in trailers or something? Jeez. I think you're only asking yourself, Dan. You were the one who uh, got picked up and. Heated leather seats and you, shit. So. You guys didn't have the acid wash jeans with the fucking BK I, Knights? I think we're getting a little taste of what your child bring up was. You and your brother naked eating your morning <laughs> Kellogg's. And your mom came in with your wardrobe and then probably carried you to the car, put you in your fucking booster seat. I was in a car seat till I was like 12, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, want this getting into an accident. I mean, look at me but, now. But what's funny is that your mom put it on the floorboard, like not in a seat. <laughs> Sometimes in the trunk if she didn't want to hear us talk. You were in the bed of a pickup? <laughs> <laughs> Just with a fucking ratchet strap holding it yeah. down? All right, Barbara follows him into the subway. She again confronts him. Uh, they're in the subway, and it's like every time she looks away, a little outline of an Almer like pops out of his mouth. It's pretty another, cool. Another guy boards the train holding a wicker basket with a lock on it. This guy and Brian what? kind of exchange a glance. And then this basket case gets up and leaves. <laughs> Barbara says she wants to help. That's why they tune in every week, dude. <laughs> That's a deep cut for you inheads out there. <laughs> Barbara says she wants to help, but Brian just goes in, gives her a kiss. Her eyes roll back in her head. Blood forms around their lips. Brian lays her down on the subway seat and leaves the car. And while this is happening, they cut to an insert of a Gene Simmons-looking lady that is supposedly, I guess, in the same subway car as them, but completely mm-hmm. oblivious to the murder that just happened. It's New York, it's probably, baby. Yeah. It was probably an added shot to yeah, stretch out the runtime. It fills out a good three minutes. 
Brian gets himself back to the alley. The old couple again is there. They pull a gun on him. It's hard to believe that this is New York because there wasn't like a gang of tough youths that showed up. You know, this is the 80s. People were breakdancing and shit on the subways. And You think the baseball yeah. fury should have just ran in? And- yeah. I was going to say, I would have believed it more if I seen the Warriors like getting on a fucking train over there. That would have been cool as hell. Basket case Warriors, gets off and the five star banger swan yeah. comes in. Don't clean off your dirty feet for this Almer guy. <laughs> We're warriors. Uh, the old couple pulls a gun on him. The man says, We want him back now. The old lady starts patting him down. Brian says, I really need him. I'll get sick. But the old lady finds Almer. They pull him off. Uh, but he attaches to this old lady's head, gives her the old brain and drain. And to add to it, uh, he takes out the old man as well. Brian looks down at all this carnage, says I'm going to be sick. Elmer says, just put me on your neck, dude. As Elmer goes to give him a dose, the old man pops up. He's still alive. He grabs Elmer, which shoots, you know, a ton of the blue goo into Brian's brain. He starts overdosing. This old guy squeezes Elmer so hard that he bursts. So I guess through all this time of like uh, Julius Caesar and Napoleon own, owning Elmer, no one ever squeezed him a little too hard. Uh, but Elmer dies. Brian's all messed up. Lights are flashing big time. His head starts to swell up. He goes back to his room, but it's too late. He just takes the old man's gun out, puts it up to his head, and fires. The entire room fills with light. Mike and a bunch of cops run in. Brian's just standing there, giant hole in his head emitting light. Camera pans up. We see a bunch of electricity flashing. And that's it. Brain damage. 1988, directed by Frank Hinnenlauter. Dan, hit me with that research. Upon further research, gentlemen, from Brain Damage from 1988, directed by Frank Hinnenlauter. Uh, question mark on the budget here. We have a box office of 900K. That's an estimate. Probably cost less than that, I would say. From what I understand, it was very cheap. Uh, released April 22nd, 1988. At the cinema that week, you could catch The Unholy and Above the Law with Kron's favorite action hero, Steven Seagal. Um, what does it take? <laughs> what does it take to defeat Nalmer? A lot of the gurgling sound effects that you hear. Time. <laughs> is actually our lead here, Rick Harris. That's his stomach. They, uh, he went into the sound booth and they recorded his stomach on, on an empty stomach. Whenever he drank coffee, I guess his stomach would make a whole bunch of noises. So they just recorded that. Is Brad that had no is, craft services. <laughs> does he have that written on his fucking resume? Like his skills? Yeah. Stomach. Sounds. I can type 80 words a minute and my stomach makes gnarly fucking gargling noises. 
Yeah, if I don't eat anything for breakfast. You're hired. We heard during that the Dan, that came through, Dan. <laughs> during the fellatio scene, the crew did walk out on production. This also happened during Basket Case from 1982. Uh, this was... Rep- Reportedly, Hendon Lauder gave up cocaine, and this is why he wrote this movie. It was a metaphor for his experience. Uh, Hendon Lauder did give uh, Rick a split lip because he thought he looked too fucking pretty. That was his quote. Uh, And that it wasn't from a deleted fight scene. I guess a lot of people say that there was supposed to be a fight scene, but they didn't have enough money and time to film it. But Hennenlotter came forward on a commentary and said, no, that was never the case. I just yeah. wanted him to look kind of tough. There's no fight scene. I just punched the actor. Yeah, supposedly it was supposed to be him and his brother at like a club early on, and he like protects his brother. But said Hennenlotter cleared it up a few years ago. Uh, New Line Cinema, Cinema was interested, but New once they... New Line Cinema was interested, but once they did uh, screen the film, they were like, "Fuck you! We're not, we're not." Enjoy the flavor, bitch. <laughs> New Line Cinnamon, bitch. Uh, as Brian does wake up the first time in his bed with his head covered in blood, we do spot a poster on the wall that is the Mighty Slayer, Rain and Blood. That's all I got, gentlemen. Let's do it, Cron. Break my box. All right, Bones. What are your scores for Dan? How's this work? I got you. Uh, Current average user rating on Letterboxd is at a 3.5. Dan locked Cron in at a 3.5. I locked you in at a 3.0. I'm going to give Dan a 2.0. I am giving Bones a 3.0. Bones, I'm going to give you a 2. Dan, I'm going to give you a 3. All right. Guys, I think this movie's quite stale. Uh, even considering how uh, gross and obscene it is at, at times, I think just from a filmmaking perspective, uh, falls kind of flat. A lot of the performances, the delivery of a lot of the dialogue, and most of that dialogue is 80% screaming, just does not work on me. Maybe I'm being a little too subjective here with the the comedic elements. I also think the the story overall is pretty stagnant. I was pretty pretty dry on this on my first first watch. Second watch, I I really really tried hard to say, okay, I've I've seen this. Where can I find the humor? And really, the only thing that I thought was that, that kind of delivered was that uh, security guard set up. I don't think that that Elmer looks interesting or good. I appreciate that there's there's budgetary issues, but 
probably a lot of people are connecting to this, you know, a fun sort of shock em, cult sort of movie. But for me, again, falls flat. I'm just at a solid two. All right, gentlemen, Brain Damage, 1988, Frank Lennon Lauder, Jesus. Um, I have some respect for this. Uh, budget is super low. I think the practicals are, are good. I think he pulled everything he could to get the best movie that he could. Um... I did do a lot of looking at the letterbox reviews and a lot of a lot of fours, a lot of fives on this. I I figured it would be higher than a three point five. Um like I said, the practicals are good. The acting isn't the best, but it's it's a fun time. I think you, I'm not gonna be mad if if this was on TV and I had to watch it, I mean, it's not the, like Kron said, it's not the greatest movie ever made, but I think for what budget he had, he, he did pull out a pretty decent flick. Uh, I, I believe Frankenhooker is probably the favorite that I've seen from him so far. I mean, this is a solid 3.0 just for respect of, yeah, this is what it is and what he pulled out of it. A lot of people do think this is kind of a a metaphor for also a sexual awakening. I did read a lot of that, but I don't know. There's a little shit worm that <laughs> sucks brains out of people. So, I mean, it is what it is, whatever you see people. But yeah, 3.0 for me, like I said, it's it's a good time. You're You're not going to have a... You're going to be entertained, I think. So, 3.0 for me. All right, guys. Brain damage. Uh, this was a movie that I did kind of have, like, a fond memory of. You know, I saw this when I was, let's say, somewhere between, like, 18 and 21. And at that point, I was like, oh, yeah, man, it's, like, funny. Uh, it's got some you know, decently fun, at least practical effects. Um, doesn't take itself too seriously and has this kind of like crass tongue in cheek attitude to it. Um, and I do think a lot of that is still there on the rewatch, right? Like a lot of those points that I can still watch the movie and I see what I enjoyed when I was younger. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not a 21 year old anymore. Uh, this does hit differently at this point in my life. Um, and as I was watching it, I kind of got this feeling of like, Oh, I'm watching trauma right now. You know, that's kind of what it feels like. It feels like an elevated trauma movie. With a, with a guy that actually knows how to work on the cheap and at least give you a decent movie, right? Like, trauma is just cheap and bad, and this is at least cheap and punching a little bit above its weight. Um, 
I do think there is a message in the movie. You know, I can clearly see that Hendon Lauder wanted to make a movie about addiction and, uh, you know, all the bad stuff that goes along with it, the withdrawal, the anger, the kind of like willingness to turn your back on friends and family. Um, so I do think there is a message here. But at the same time, like I said, it just, I don't know if it necessarily holds up on rewatch like this far past my my initial viewing. I would agree. Frankenhooker, I do think, still holds up. Like the comedy lands better. And I would even say Basket Case to me holds up better than this because there is like a low, a very low budget, but but like definitely punching above its weight. So this one does feel a little bit like the outlier in Hindenlotter's filmography, at least of the stuff I've seen. Um, It's not a terrible movie, but my recommendation would be like, if you're not old enough to see R-rated movies yet, watch this movie now because you're going to have a lot more fun with it than watching it as a, you know, mid thirties adult. So it's not a bad movie by any means. It just kind of, you know, rewatching this and my memory of it, the memory is a lot stronger than what this movie actually is. Uh, I think I would ultimately land at a 3.0. I think the movie is like giving you some, some kind of deeper message. And at the end of the day, it is still a fun, low budget kind of thing. Um, Bones mentioned looking for the humor in this. Every time Almer killed somebody by attaching himself onto someone's forehead, I had a fun time watching that. I So I think I find a little bit more humor in this than Bones maybe, but um, it's not a great movie. I mean, I, I, I would have to think long and hard about who I was talking to before I recommended this thing. So I think three is fair, but a 3.0 is what it is. Thank you, Cron. Thank you, Bones. Thank you, Dan. That's not a tough one to give. I know I'm definitely in a minority on this, but... Well, I, I mean, we're tough. all below the average. I think Hindenlotter has, you know, like a cult following himself, yeah. so... Well, like... I'm, I get it. To touch on what Dan said, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of my uh, letterboxed family, for lack of a better term, you know, it, there's a lot of fours, 4.5s. It's pretty high. And so after watching it that first time, going to log it, seeing like, oh, shit, this, what am I not seeing? And, and trying to watch it through you know, a, di- a different lens. It just, I don't know, couldn't get past the fucking screaming and long three minute, like in itself, it is, there is humor in that. It's like, well, we'll just fucking let this lady scream and throw shit. But <laughs> I mean, uh, like you said, a, a fucking talking alien turd with brain powers. That should be right up my fucking alley. And I'm, <laughs> nope. The right, two point two point six seven something like that. Brain damage would have an average score from the three of us of two point six seven. 
This thing would end up at number 78 out of 120 movies on the big list. Fair. This would currently be right below The Last Seduction, another Kron pick, right above Flesh and Blood. Hell yeah. Uh, it's not a great movie. I mean, I do think if you're like, let's just say like 15 to 20, like this would hit differently. You know what I mean? 100%. Oh, yeah. I will say this. Flesh and Blood is substantially better. You'll have an opportunity at the rewind. Yeah, we'll to. <laughs> uh, speaking of rewind, speaking of points, Dan got a point five. I got a one. We got to figure out when we're doing a fucking rewind. Just keep it going, boys. Sooner the better. Uh, Bones, eight points. Kron, five points. Dan, four points. <laughs> keep it going, boys. Keep it. Let's keep it going. You got anything else, Kron? I don't think I have anything else. I mean, you know, go watch Frankenhooker, I guess, would be the takeaway from... Covering brain damage. So that's about it for me. Uh, well, Dan, before you take us out, I will say this episode will be coming out uh, a few days before Christmas. I can't think of a better movie to watch with your family. <laughs> yeah. It's true. But in all seriousness, we, we hope everybody has a, a, a safe and enjoyable holiday. Uh Having worked in, in, in the EMS service, uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, depression that happens this time of year, and uh, I know in the past we've discussed, you know, we've we've addressed certain things. Dan, you've been kind enough to you know link to uh, suicide hotlines if necessary, but this there is a spike this time of year, so if you need help, get some help. And again, hope you have a, a good, safe holiday, and thank you for listening to Five Day Rentals because. We know we might uh, we might pull the trigger and, and end this pretty soon. So, yeah, do a bone set. Get some help if you need it, and we love you. Thank you for your support. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Threads, Letterboxed. <sighs> rate and review the show if you're on Apple or Spotify. It helps us uh, in world domination because that's what we need. Um, there is a Discord invite on every episode that's dropped on every Wednesday, wherever you get podcasts. So please, fuck with us there. That's where you'll find us. But until then, rain and blood. Scab your asshole. He took mine. Uh, crash and burn. All right, welcome back. Five day rentals after showers. Kron, thanks for that episode. Dan, thanks for the category. This was a toughie. This was a real toughie for me. And whenever I'm in that third slot, you know, you, you have the responsibility of 
you're basically playing the balance of the category, right? Oh, yeah. In this case, like we talked about, full spectrum. Hardcore film analysis, I mean, in comparison for us, with the uh, with the tee-off on this category with Swallow. Thank you, Jill. Good luck with Black Mold, available now on Tubi. And Kron, like you said, Pendulum. All the way to the far right there with brain damage. I had a lot. Yeah, we've we've hit some highs and lows in <laughs> these two weeks. So I felt a, a massive responsibility to, to kind of come down fairly neutral. And in my mind, neutral means what's a bones pick, baby? What is right over the plate? But I wanted to throw something seasonal in there. Okay. We did do a spooky season category, but we didn't really lean into the holly jolly Christmas. This episode will be coming out right in that fucking weird lull of the year, right between Christmas and that far from sober New Year's celebration. So, in sticking with the theme of the category with pad for your health, or that's not healthy, or whatever the fuck this thing is called. I had to meander through my fucking mind palace of troubled characters. and Like Dan said, it couldn't just be, oh, I'm an action guy and I get beat up. and I didn't just want it to be, uh, oh, this guy's an alcoholic. But what I thought was, what you know, what what are some things that are bad for your health? Well... Insomnia is bad for your health. Post-traumatic stress is bad for your health. Um, genetic manipulation to regenerate body parts could be bad for your health. In a way, that could be considered extreme. You know what's also bad for your health? Having a fucking nuclear reactor in your chest... Now, and how do you connect that seasonally? Well, you take that character and you have fucking Shane Black do it because that's going to guarantee a seasonal holiday. Guys, we're doing it. We're ripping off the Marvel fucking Band-Aid and we are watching Iron Man 3. Wow. Talk about an end-of-year palate cleanser. Did Shane Black make this or write the movie? Wrote and directed. I didn't know that. That always gives me some hope. <laughs> I've never seen... I think I've seen Iron Man 1 and was pretty well off the Marvel wagon at that point, so... No, this not, and this, is, this is not right? Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke was, was two. It's two, okay. This is kind of still before, like... They really figured out what Marvel was going to be, though, right? So this is this is post Avengers. Okay. So have you seen Avengers? Yeah, I've okay. seen. I think I watched Avengers with you guys, right? Like, didn't we go in? You and Johnny did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Colorado, I believe. So, that's that is relatively important to this because. Tony is dealing with post-Avengers post-traumatic stress and insomnia. 
that's sort of what sets up a lot of this. So this was a Cron uh, a in your style. I did not have an idea on what I was picking because it was tough. I started a lot of movies. What I ended up coming down on was a lot of like dark comedy stuff and thought that that's sort of the intent of brain damage in a way. So I kind of wanted to steer yeah. away from that. And uh, Ant-Man, like ripping on that during Thief was kind of top of mind. I was like, all right, let's 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 just do it, right? What, what in a way is like kind of dead center between brain damage and Swallow? A fucking Marvel movie. Why not? Uh do you know if this thing's available anywhere? Uh, it is available on Disney Plus, and I believe Don't it is it. available on Stars. We'll see. Okay. I can't wait to rent this and give Marvel money. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure you can't find it anywhere. It's. It's probably uh, in the $5 Walmart bin, would be my guess. $3, maybe? Yeah. We'll tell you, it's, it is uh, considered to be one of the better Marvel movies. Dan, not to blow up your spot, you were a big Iron Man guy. I thought you, you liked Iron Man. You dug it. I do enjoy the Iron Man. And uh, I think this is still when uh, Paramount had distribution. Mm-hmm. So before it was completely under the, the Marvel-only umbrella. Would Spawn be a Marvel movie? No, that was... Uh, no. Was was it image, it or image or Dark Horse or something? That's right. I always get... I, I want to say Image or... Is it Vertigo or... I, get those I think two, it was Image. get those two confused, but it is Image. All right. It's one of our highest downloaded episodes. Spawn. Go check it out. Yeah. With George and DK. What the listener won't be picking up is that uh, Dan and Kron have been chatting to each other. The entire time I've been talking. Not true. One message each. <laughs> not true at all. But they're really long messages. No, they're not. I'll send you a website. This <laughs> one of them. That's long. A text message should be a thumbs up or a KK. Or an eggplant emoji. <laughs> I constantly tell my wife, I'm like, I'm just... I'm just going to respond with emojis to my parents. Like that's See the regular eggplant emoji isn't big enough for me, so I took a uh, a I zoomed in and took a big screenshot and I just copy and paste the image. Hmm. So you have eggplant for dinner like how many times a week? Shit's rich in antioxidants, dude. You got to get your purple you're like, this is not what I meant, but it's delicious, hon. Oh, guys. Bones, you ate at this place. Uh, there's an Indian place in Nashville. Okay. And and I started getting this thing that's like 
It's like charred eggplant. And I I don't know how to describe it. It tastes like a cigarette, but it's so good. <laughs> it is fucking delicious. Is it the vegetarian it, version of charred groin? No. Okay. Charred have groin? Char groin. Is it charred off groin? <laughs> Dan, did I tell you? Did I tell you about this Indian? It tastes just like a cigarette. This Indian dinner so at, at Kron's house. You didn't tell me about the Indian dinner. Oh man, this okay. House. So uh, Sam and I are driving through. We stop in Nashville for the night, right? And we coordinate with Kron and uh, his lady, and they're very welcoming. They're going to have us over for dinner, and Kron picks up Indian food, and so he, so he didn't even cook. I wouldn't expect yeah. it. It was like, hey, what do you guys want? There's a good Indian place close. It's it's perfect, right? Nobody's got a clean cook. We can hang out the whole time. I think it's a baller move on Kron's part. This dude has like three plates. Doesn't say a damn word the entire dinner. Let's his wife. I mean, to be fair, his wife and my wife just chatting it up. This dude put away some fucking Indian food, man. I have three plates of food. Yeah. How was that? It that was poo poo. It was second plate, bam, instantly. And then after second plate, he was like itching, like, you guys want some more? It had, it was like he asked us that question and like, God, I hope they say no. Like, I hope they're full. <laughs> and I like looked at my wife, I'm like, I think he wants some more. So I was like, nah, dude, you're good. You can I don't remember he this was, at all. He was licking the lids, man. <laughs> this is a made-up story. I was like, you going to put no, those in the like, dishwasher? He's like, no. That's not true. I probably had like a like Four a saucer, plates. like a saucer plate. That's all I had. Bones is like, I'm hungry. No, it it was a <laughs> there thing. There was plenty of food. There was plenty of food and it was a thing where I knew Kron and I were so similar because we both just wanted to eat and the ladies wanted to talk. And his wife would ask a question, and I was like, I, I wanted to be polite, and Kron was ahead of me eating. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> He's like, I'm not fucking yeah, around We're here. eating She's now. fucking good, we'll dude. It's, it was very good. I fucking love Indian food. Uh, I mean, we'll be there in March, so, you know. Oh, dude, we're going we are gonna to demolish this cigarette dish, dude. Oh, it's, it's so fucking good. I mean, Kron will be staying at the Airbnb and just going to down some episodes and some Indian food, apparently. What's it mm. What's it called? Like Tika Marble? Like I'll send you the name of it. Okay. I don't, I, I have no clue off the top of my head. It's like a cigarette. Hey, that's what it tastes like. I do, whenever I eat Indian now, like I look at the menu, I'm like, I think I've deciphered this. Like a loo means, uh, Fucking potatoes and chana means it's gonna have garbanzo beans, and that might be totally wrong, but I feel like I can see the pattern of like oh, isn't okay, isn't paneer cheese? Paneer right? is like the like little the... tofu kind of cheese, yeah, yeah. And then tikka is like that saucy flavoring, which is really good. Mm. So, like a tikka masala paneer. Oh, and the place here, I got to limit it at like a four out of five, because a four is like. And that's what's good is because like I know she ain't getting she won't eat any of it. Mm-hmm. And this is too spicy. I'm like, oh darn. 
I'm just sitting there, my fucking nose running like I'm waiting for the bus. Sweat my mm-hmm. ass off. Just fucking loving it. I don't know what that means. That's a 360. Goddamn. Okay, there was probably a really jarring cut there. That's because uh, we started to talk about off-pod business in the middle of the after showers. But that's the after showers, baby. It's fucking loose. Iron Man 3. Clean, baby. I mean, I knew it was coming. I knew Marvel eventually would show up. And yeah, and somebody had to do it, and it's me. I pulled the I scab mean, off. We, you didn't really have to do it, but we knew it was going to be you, and you did it. It's a Christmas movie. It's the end of the year. It's a great palate cleanser. Starts us off right. I always thought I feel like we're going to get sued. Is it Kron's category I always, next? I always thought it'd be Howard the Duck. I think we're going to get sued. I think the first cease and desist is coming with this episode. From Marvel? With this one? Well, no, uh, Iron Man 3. No. We don't play any clips or anything. They, they want, can't. They want people to. Yeah, we stopped playing the trailers like fucking two years ago. Kron, do you want me to rip Iron Man 1? No. Quit asking the off-pod stuff. I already had to cut. But but do well, rip Iron Bones Man 3. Too. I don't have Iron Man 3. Well, go buy it, and then I don't rip have two it, or three. and I don't have to buy it. I have one. But I rip three. Have. Are you going to watch one or two? No. Might be better that way, honestly. Bones said I only need to see Avengers, and I've seen Avengers. If you've already seen Avengers, you'll be fine. You can fill in the gaps. Yeah. As as long ago as I saw Brain Damage, so. <laughs> all right. First you know, time. Ho- you know, Hawkeye shows up. He shoots an arrow. That all happens in Avengers. Hawkeye's cool, man. Hawkeye's one of the cool ones. Hulk shows up. Captain America. Captain America is number one. He's the coolest. First Robert Downey. Doctor Strange is pretty cool. He's Iron Man. He's in the Avengers. Star-Lord. I like Star-Lord. And then the big guy snaps his fingers. He's the most character correct. Rock is fucking cool. And then I think maybe Hawkeye might be my top five. I do talk about Robert Downey Jr. in my episode of Zodiac on Best Little Horror House in Philly. Go check that out. Yeah, that's right. He is in that movie. Yeah. It's weird how actors like work in different movies. Paul Avery is his name. I am not Paul Avery. All right. Come back next week. Hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Holidays. Nah, I work for Daily Wire now. Fuck. I knew it. Love you. Crash and burn. Crash and burn. Crash and burn.